Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. In an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally. Right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. All right, it is Friday. We have got a jam-packed Super Bowl show today. And again, if you're looking to, to nerd out on ball, that's fine. I mean, cash the ticket, cookies and I got after it. Same thing, the kickoff show that I do with Boomer Assize. And if you want nerd ball, go get it. We're going to have some fun today. The deep dive. It is. It's nerdy. I admit it. But this isn't the place for it because, let's face it, the Lions ain't in the game. We got to deal with other issues, including you. But I uh, – <laughs> Whoa. What did I do? That sounded worse. No, no. It's it's not what you've done. It's what you might do. So we're going to talk about it. But I, I want to start with something. The only non-Super Bowl today, right? We have TJ Lang joining us. Super Bowl – by the numbers, we're going to get into that. Who said it? Super Bowl edition. But Beanie Howell and his update right there, the Troy Weaver remarks. I'll do one segment on this and we'll move. There won't be any yelling. But first things first, he can take that hole. Well, if you look at the last two nights, he can blow it directly out of his ass. How dare you with a record of eight and 44? How dare you? Use a two-game sample size to tell us that you're the right guy for the job and how exciting it is. How dare you? I mean, first of all, it's insulting. Mm -hmm. It's an insult to your intelligence. You are basically saying your customers are the most brain-dead idiots on the planet. Mm -hmm. And even though you've been here for four years, four of the worst years in the history of this Pistons franchise, even though you've been picking in the top five each of the last four years, this team goes out and wins two meaningless games on the left coast, and you pimp that out there at your first speaking engagement since you went William Shakespeare last summer with a love letter? How dare you? You know That is outrageous. You noticed that, huh? Yeah, that, oh, no, 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 forget all about this. Then, you know, props to Rieger for asking some real questions, but Mike, it was two things that he said that I was like, what? Well, three, because that was one, like, wait a minute. Hey, you want to play the audio? For Oh yeah. Play the audio and then you could take it to you could well, I won't say take it to six. You could take it to about two twelve. Okay. But I just we'll do one segment on this. Take a look at the last two nights. What about the previous fifty? Yeah. Go ahead, Rico. I'm sorry. No, no, you're in rough waters because you put the team in rough waters. There was another bite that uh that Rieger sent me that he was saying, Well, you know what, now that we've gone gone through all the trade, the foundation has now been set. Who sets the foundation four years later? I would have raised my choice. So let me ask you a question. You and your wife building a house. The contractor comes back four years later and says, okay, Mr. Weaver, we have now officially set the foundation. You would fire that man right on the spot. You know, four years and you uttered the phrase, well, now we're setting the foundation. 
So that means this is day one because you won two games on the West Coast. Forget about everything else. The other thing that got me, Troy, was basically, David, do we have the cut where he says that they had a, a better, uh, better better offers last year for Bogdanovich? Give me a second, and I will throw that one in for you. You're, okay. you're, you're, uh, no, you're fine. You're fine because we, we, we're kind of going off script here. When he came out and publicly admitted, yes, we had better offers for Burke and Bogdanovich. We could have got more last year, but we didn't. Water under the bridge. We're just going to move on. That said something to me, Mike, because you don't get honesty. The only person I know that gives you true honesty is Tom Izzo, and it's going to get him in trouble one day. Other than that, GMs, coaches, players give you coach speak. They get if you asked them, if you went out and asked Brad Holmes, hey, what? So how close were you to Chase Young? I don't want to talk about that. You move on. Not, but to publicly admit, yes, I could have got more, but I didn't. Tells me this man is going nowhere. nowhere. You nailed it. You nailed it. That, that's the only. That is the only reason I did this. One segment. If you had any questions as to whether. Troy Weaver has earned some form of intergalactic Teflon status. Oh, he's here. Yesterday's trade deadline, bizarro world. But he's here. And the fact that he said, well, take a look at the last two nights. I I go, you know what? We need to get this man a wheelbarrow because it's got to be hard carrying balls that big. For you to at 8 and 44 to tell me that the last two nights are signs of progress and how we need to be excited. You know what? You do need to load your nuts up into a wheelbarrow. I don't know how you carry them around all day. You must get awfully tired. Well, just sit here and say, well, yeah, it's year four now. We're we're pouring the foundation. Four years in. Four years in. And you really think about that, Mike. You're building a house. You gave the people the money four years ago, and they come up to you and say, hey, we just started pouring the foundation. What were you doing the other four years? What have, where have you been? What have you been doing? Because your whole draft, your first draft, gone. Like I don't understand. David's kid just turned three years old. He walked through the door with birth control. You're a little late. Yeah, that's a great example. <laughs> You're, You're just right. a bit late. <laughs> but yeah, when he that the honesty of yeah, um, could have got better deals last year, but we didn't. Yeah, and by the way. What is the sense in doing a press conference for invite-only media while the team's on the West Coast? What What is the thought process there? That doesn't impact my life at all. But, I mean, the writers are all on the left coast. So they had to get up early to join the Zoom. And I you're guess. doing a Zoom back here. I mean, it's the same thing when, when they did the Tom Gore's holiday video routine. It, it just bar none, it is the worst franchise in all because of professional you know, sports. Because here's the thing, Mike, it, working in the media – if you half-ass do something, at least you can say you did it. That's true. And he hadn't talked all year. So, oh, I, we held a press conference. We were on the West Coast. Oh, were you? Mm, I'm sorry. Sorry. It's it's the 5 p.m. news dump. Hey, get here if you want to talk to me. But hey, other than that, Here's yeah. the other thing, too. And I, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. But let me just nip something in the bud. Because the next time we talk Pistons, it'll probably be June. What you don't get to do is talk about... Well, you know, he's assembled some decent young talent here. I could have Kenny Cott make the number one overall draft pick in the NBA and probably get it right. It's called groupthink. All right, Jaden Ivey was a no-brainer. 
Why? Idiots like us on the show told you if he fell to five, it's an auto pick. You just make the pick. I mean, Asur Thompson, I don't know if he's any good. The point is, you took him. Fine. When you draft consistently in the top five, please don't act like that's some kind of act of God that you've assembled a good team. Because here, want to see what his first draft yielded? You pick seventh overall, you just waved Killian Hayes. You pick Sadiq Bey at 16, you traded him for the dead body of James Wiseman, who's a DNP, and you've got beef stew here. Who cares? Guys, I'm just making a point to you. What I'm not going to allow that franchise to do is run cover for Troy Weaver because what? He took the consensus number one player in Cade Cunningham? He took the consensus number five guy in Jaden Ivey? I mean, the only thing, the, the only comparable person I can think of is maybe he hopes he's going to be on the Jim Harbaugh plan. But Jim was a legend at Michigan that he was given seven years. Yeah, and understand, the bar is so low in this town that they can probably go win 36 games at some point, and they'll pimp it as a play-in game appearance, and we Turn turned around. it around. But the way I view it is, until you consistently start <laughs> winning 50 games... Man, don't let, don't let them win the end-season tournament. No, but, there will be a but work with me. Until you start winning 50 games a year, um, or 60, you're not a threat for anything. Yeah. So the last I checked, we're in this to win the Larry O'Brien trophy and win a championship. Yeah. This is the Detroit Pistons. Rico, I'm just saying, I don't want to be painted as a hater when invariably they're just not, quote, historically awful. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you don't give someone credit just because they stop bleeping their pants. Well, congrats, you made it to a toilet. That's the bare minimum. How about this? You're four years into your tenure. You... Did they hit their first winning streak this season? Uh, no, they they won the first two games of the year. Oh, you're right. When they were two and all or two and one, the night Levine dropped fifty here, yes. they were two wins. Yeah. So for the first time in the new year and the second time all season, you had a winning wins. streak. Right. Now, <laughs> can you win a third game? You want to tell me you're happy that Jaden Ivey all of a sudden can shoot a three point shot? We're good. Do not, as a defense for your ineptitude. Show me the last two nights. Or that, you, that is just insulting. Right, or if you want to say, okay, you know what? Monty is forced to play all the young guys because all the other ones are gone. So he have, they have to learn how to play together. And I want Hildebrand at first. Right. You're seeing what happens when they all play together. But once again, why did you bring in somebody who didn't really? Well, the other problem is, yeah, guys, I hate in. to break it to you, but the wins you accrue from here on out really don't count because two-thirds of the league are not trying. So congrats. You find people who are either as bad as you or care roughly less than you. You go I don't against, care. You go against a playoff team. They're preparing for the playoff. They'll rest their players against yeah, you. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Yes. You know, beating the Blazers. I'm, I'm impressed with Ivy going seven for seven from deep. I'm impressed that Ivy on back-to-back nights played really well. Okay, that's fine. But man, for him to get up there, you got to have you get a serious set of plums to get up there. You've seen the last two games, right? Yeah, we're Cradle, back. Literally cradling his pendulous balls, one in each arm, as he got up to the podium to talk about the last two nights. We're back. You must be kidding me. Um, but yeah, he's here forever. So enjoy. Now, let's get to the Super Bowl, shall we? Yes. Kenny has an angle he'd like to discuss with you, and I think we need to do it next. It's the starting point for the show. Okay. We'll talk Super Bowl food, some party items, Super Bowl by the numbers, prop bet casino, locked and loaded till six. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. No, 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 no. That was me moments ago. (laughs) So we'll get to the Super Bowl, but we have breaking news. And if you, (laughs) next time you want to call me an old person and yelling at the clouds, when I say the sport of college football is dead and is a total joke, this was my response to what Rico's about to tell you. No, 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 no. I'll let you, but it's funny because whenever I do a five-star zone, the running joke is, as soon as I finish, breaking news, breaking news will happen. So on the five star zone, I actually joked about this and said, would this actually happen? No cutscene. It won't happen. It did it's too happen. silly to happen. Why would you take a step back? Here's your breaking news. Chip Kelly, the head coach of UCLA, the Bruins out in L.A., is stepping down to become the offensive coordinator of the Ohio State University. Because Bill O'Brien is taking the job yeah. at Boston College. Okay? So he th- took a demotion. No, no, hold on. Now work with me on this. I comp this to Wink Martindale at Michigan. Because here's how this is going to roll. Chip Kelly ain't going to recruit for you. Neither's Wink. Chip Kelly ain't going to babysit you. Neither's Wink. Chip Kelly ain't doing NIL. That'll be delegated to somebody else. Same as Wink. You know what you get with Wink Martindale? I'll call your plays. You know what you get with Chip Kelly? I'll call your offense. These coaches don't want anything to do with the sport of college football. Chip Kelly would have taken an egregious pay cut to get back into the NFL and call plays. Anyone covering football knows that to be true. He couldn't get the job. So you know what Chip Kelly said? I hate being a head coach so much right now because it is such a joke of a sport. F it. I'll call plays, I'll be brilliant at OSU, and then the NFL will take me. Mm -hmm. For Martindale, it's simple. He hadn't coached in college in over 20 years. If you told Wink you need to hit the road recruiting over the age of 60, he hadn't been in college since at Western Kentucky in like 03, Martindale would put his shades on, fart in your face, and walk out of the room. So all this is, you, you are seeing how awful it is to be a head coach in college. But I would comp Chip going to OSU is Wink coming to you. You're getting play callers. You ain't getting any of the other stuff. (laughs) And Rico nailed it. Man, this ain't Boston College. And Boston College is not Texas El Paso. You are the head coach of UCLA. Nah, F it. I don't want to deal with this crap. I'll be a subordinate 
you just moved into the Big Ten. You're the head man. He wanted out. Now I don't. Hopefully, US UCLA's AD was ready and had a, a succession plan because he's leaving them high and dry. You thought when D'Antonio left, it was bad. Yeah, he's walking away. You got the spring practices coming up. You just locked in your class, <laughs> which was terrible, by the way. Right, and I think they knew that because they were like the bottom of the Big Ten. UCLA, yeah. So So now we've seen two Power 5 coaches at two schools you may or may not respect, but they are Power 5 guys. Two Power 5 coaches walked away from gigs to become coordinators elsewhere. Jeff Halfley at Boston College left to be the Packers D.C. Chip Kelly left a college post to be an O.C. in college. But Jim Costa will tell you the health of the sport's never been better. All right, there's your breaking news. Now it was just funny because the whole time I'm gonna recut your pod. No, which you know what we're gonna have some fun with it because I was joking around. So I'm just gonna have Evan drop in with the uh, soap opera announcer voice. Okay, that actually did just happen. And by the way, look, we talked about Wink Martindale yesterday. I have a lot of experience with Wink Martindale. Um, I it, it's just his last three years in the NFL have been bad. And he's going to blitz 50% of the time. He runs a very confusing scheme that grown-ass adults can't figure out. I assume he's got to dull it down, dumb it down, vanilla it up. But it'll be Raven's tree. He is the Yoda for guys like Minter and McDonald. It's that Raven's aggression, 3-4. Okay. But I just openly question hiring a man who hasn't been in the... uh, sport for over 20 years, and who couldn't get a gig in the pros, so here he is. Yeah, because at least the other two guys guys were younger and could relate more to the Correct. players. I also don't love hiring a D coordinator who, I'm sorry, I will be in stunned disbelief if if he is train spotting, going 17 different places recruiting people. That just flies in the face of who Wink Martindale is. But hey, go for it. So, David, what do you got on the ticket text? Uh, someone says, we got our natty at the right time. Now it's over for Michigan. Oh, wow. They think it's over. Okay. I'm not going there. Mm. Another one says, Scott and, uh, Scott and McComb says, OSU loses Bill O'Brien and Michigan picks up, picks up Wink Martindale. I love both moves. Huh? Because Ohio State lost their OC and Michigan gained an NFL talent. Did they miss the – no, they – no, no, he was no, a guy stop, who can't no, get stop. employed no, in the NFL. No, no, Hit the button. No, no, no. Oh, no. okay, all right. No, okay, no, okay. no, no. Calm, calm no, down. no, no. No. They got a guy who is the stump of the tree. Mm. That's that, what who's no better than their fifth choice. Nobody else wanted the job. Who do you think taught the last two DCs? It was him. Well, then why wasn't he the first phone so call? So you went to the you you went to the source. Then why wasn't he the first call or the second or the third? That's or the what fourth. that person is thinking. Okay, that, and second of all, you don't get to helicopter yourself around. They just got Chip Kelly to call their place. I I don't want to break up the dream sequence here, but like what? With the talent that they have, yeah. And a guy who just can now focus on only offense. I don't have to do recruiting. I don't care if my quarterback is unhappy. That's it. Did he throw picks? No. Eh, he's thinking about leaving. Okay, you know what? That's a that's a you. Yeah, problem. that's what this next text is basically saying. Chip Kelly wanted out because he, he was going to get fired last season. Plus, he gets to focus on just football rather than being the head coach of a college. Yeah, and I view it like Nick Saban's, uh, you know, what do you call it? Rehab for coaches. 
He'll go to OSU, they'll score 50 points a game, and Chip Kelly will call plays in the NFL next year. Yeah. That's how that's going to work. Yeah, because he's not taking another college job. No. No. Chip Kelly doesn't need to recruit. Ryan Day can do that. He already sh- uh, shows he can get the talent. Just let Chip Kelly use it, the elite weapons. Yeah, that's yeah. It, yeah. It, Hey, Chip, give me a list. Who do you want me to go get? I'll go get them. Someone's wondering, though, what happens to Brian Hartline? What about it? I think they're thinking he will be upset about that. Well, too bad. Then go find something else to do. Yeah. I, I mean, you're he, still a 37-year-old Ohio State alum coaching at Ohio State and someday might be the coach in waiting. Yeah. I think he uh, it may have ran his course where he was that guy that everybody thought was going to be the next, and he didn't. So, yeah, he, he may have to go someplace else and run another offense, but you're right. He, he'll be like the Luke Fickle where he's that coach in waiting. And another one, 8-2 and Tecumseh. Everything you said is true, but Wink is a good defensive coach. I'm happy with it. I don't care about your happiness. I just give you the reality. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so just for giggles, what if people say, well, Mike, you're just angry because he left your Giants? I'm not. He was terrible. He had to go. It was absurd how bad the defense was. Players could not understand the scheme, and he wouldn't change it. Coverage busts, our best pass rushers dropping back in coverage instead of rushing the passer. An obscene 48.6% blitz rate. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You got Wink Martindale. The guy who gave up 89 points to the Dallas Cowboys. Like, no. Well, no, and and I guess maybe this is... If he'd so sweet, why'd Baltimore get rid of him? Maybe Wink Martindale last year with the schedule you had last year, this schedule's a little bit different. Defense wasn't any good last year either. No, 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 I'm saying, but you play bad teams. The whole point I'm making is... People were ripping this guy's ass earlier in the week when it was mentioned Michigan might hire him. David putting pictures of the Titanic out there. Now you hire him, and you act like you just got Henry Ford to head up your R&D department. Don't do that. Don't do that with me. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's ridiculous. We don't need to make stuff up. You were wetting your pants the other day at the thought of Wink Martindale being here. Like, oh, my God, we've hired an over-the-hill, unemployable jerk because that's the only person we can hire. Now you hire him today, and you want to bronze his penis. No. We're not doing that here. I am so excited about this hire, guys. I'm pumped. Can't wait to see the defense. David, you know what I'm saying. I'm not the one who's bombing it. I'm telling you, very odd hire for a first-time head coach. It's a guy the minute the NFL ever calls is leaving you and hasn't been in college in 20 years. Don't think you're getting what you really should get as a defending national title uh, a champion at the defensive coordinator spot, which would be one of the best recruiters in the country, which would be a superstar head coach who's done it in college because you're Michigan and you can spend. All right, we don't need to make stuff up. We get to call it right down the middle. Just like the other day, I'm sure you chuckleberries were hard as a rock when I was ripping Izzo. We call it like we see it. I am not going to say you just got uh, Buddy Ryan in his prime 85 <laughs> Bears, okay? If Wink were so sweet, defense. yeah, if he were so sweet, he'd still be working on Sundays. So just please take that to a different show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, this has got to be more uplifting than yesterday's edition of Super Bowl. <laughs> By the numbers. Yesterday, Roberto uh, took us to very dark places for Super Bowl parties. Today, it happens. No, it can't happen. We need uplifting. Hit the button. It's time for Super Bowl. By the numbers. All right, little twist today. Little twist. An all-MVP edition of Super Bowl by the numbers. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right, here we go. I'm going to give you a number. You tell me what this has. What the hell does this mean with MVPs? Here we go. Okay. By the number. 325 yards. 325. All right, now yesterday we covered the Timmy Smith rushing performance, but 325, would that be a... Uh, can't be team. MVP. Anyone have an initial thought before we go to the help desk? No, I don't. Okay, MVP, Kenny. Super Bowl MVP. 325. Could it be quarterback throwing yards? Well, they're called passing yards. Yes. Not 1938. I'm uh, trying to think of who that could be, though, in a game. Forward passing yards? D- David, uh, 325. I, any initial? All right. We've lost David. I'm not sure about the throwing yards. I don't know who can have that. <laughs> the numbers. <laughs> Maybe it's catching yards. <laughs> wait, how about a wait, hint? I know. I, I think, wait, wait, wait. Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Average Tom Brady passing yards. Wow. Her MVP. All right. Can, can we get a hint? Just a hint. Rico, the answer should be right on the top of your head, basically. Oh, no. Oh, Montana. Gray hair? No. Something Montana passing yards? Go ahead. Give it to us. 325 yards passing Super Bowl 29. Steve Young, San Francisco 49. Oh, that's the Charger game. The 80-yard TD to Rice to start it. Okay. We talked about that game yesterday. Damn wow. it. All right. Let's go number two. The number eight, as in MVPs. Eight MVPs. That's got to be a franchise thing. I mean, Brady, even though they went to nine Super Bowls, he didn't win two while losing. No. I don't think anybody's won eight. So as a franchise, I wonder if it's David Steelers. Is that how many MVPs the Steelers have had in Super Bowl history? No, but I'm going to go with... The number, the running backs, how many running backs have won the MVP? Eight. Oh. Good guess I by like David. Kenny Cott? I was going the other direction. Could it be eight receivers that won the and MVP? That's what I was going to say. Eight wide receivers. And we've had two since 2019. Yes, so it could be. 
Because wide receivers really don't get the love like that. Roberto, by the number. Kenny Cott, eight wide receivers have won the Super Bowl MVP. Eight. Also the same amount of treatments Roberto's given to his beard. <laughs> With Just for Men. All right. Nice job, Kenny. By the number. Super Bowl. By the number. That's right. All right. Let's get difficult here. Okay. We've been, been gone easy on you. Now let's get crazy. Oh, okay. This is a double number. I'm going to give you two numbers. Okay. Number 79 in 78. Number 79 in 78. Okay. Okay. Hold you on. You are so into this. Hold on. <laughs> He's doing dance moves. Well, listen, he dyed his beard. He's young again. And look at him. This is Roberto's silk shirt, <laughs> earring, dad's hot tub. We all know those photos. You see this about Harvey Martin. <laughs> Harvey Martin, MVP, Dallas Cowboys. Now, what else is significant that year? Rico got only his third time PhD. in MVP. Only time in MVP history. I thought it was, was it two. Was co MVP. Yeah, <laughs> he's on a roll. Nice. Wow. Uh, was it Randy White? Yes. That's right. I, I, you may as well not play anymore. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> Outstanding job by wow. Rico. All right, Rico, next question. By the numbers. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Super Bowl. By the my hardest number. one. Next. All right, here we go. 23 years old. 23 years old. Kenny. So the youngest player to win an MVP was 23 years old. Is what I'm taking from that's okay. my. I don't know who it would be. But okay, that's but then wouldn't it be Brady? Probably. Yeah. No, I think it may be. Uh, well, he was old as dirt leaving Michigan. I want to say, was it Timmy Smith? Because he was a rookie that year. Oh, hell. Is he going to go to the Timmy Smith well twice in two days? Yeah. Good. I'm going to go Timmy Smith. All right, Kenny says Tom Brady. Who else? David? I buy the number. No clue. David has quit. All 23 right. years. I have no clue. Roberta. 23 years old. A man that O.J. Simpson does not like. Um, Marcus Allen. That's correct. Oh, he killed him. <laughs> I was like, what, Al Cowlings? I mean, <laughs> oh, no, he drove the Bronco. How could you hate? Uh, this is AC. <laughs> he wasn't an MVP, was he? Oh, I was, like, very confused. <laughs> All right, let's keep it rolling. By the number. Super Bowl. By the okay. number. Here we go. Fifty percent. Oh come on! There have you got to give us a, a slight clue here. Fifty percent. MVP. Fifty percent. Oh, fifty percent of the time. Quarterbacks win the MVP. Fifty percent of the time. That is correct. Wow, Kenny. Why are we even here? Rico is Ken <laughs> Jennings you just right go out now. There and take this off here. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, let me, I'm just going to throw out a Super Bowl. Now, now you'll get this one. Super Bowl three MVP. That would be Joe Namath. Yeah, that, that's Colts yeah, Jets, That's right? Joe Namath. That's correct. Okay. Did you it's, think that was hard? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Take it. You know what? At least if you're going to say the number, give the team so everyone has a fair chance. All right, let me give you another percentage. Oh, great. 20%. 20% defensive players win it. I would say 20% running backs win it. Kenny Cott, Kenobi. I was thinking running backs too, Rico. But I'll let you say it first. 
No, no, you said it first. I'll go with you. All right. Roberto, by the numbers. The fan vote counts for 20% of the MVP. Really? I never knew that. This is where it's, this segment is, I hate to love it, but love to hate it. I, I learned something. You learned something from Roberto about football today. Imagine that. I probably should step down. All right, let's keep it going. By the numbers. Okay. In terms of MB- MVP, one time. Only happened one time in MVP history. Would it be, uh, who was that garbage player that won the MVP for the Cowboys and then the Raiders paid him? Be like the only time a safety has won MVP. Was it Larry... Uh, Larry Smith, what was that it? Is, that is true in the fact that, no, he's the only guy to win that did not that play guy, on the winning team. Oh, okay. I can't remember. I don't have his name. Uh, he was a oh. Cowboys, Cowboys player. Um, Cowboys won was, that it, year. No, no, it was early. No, no, this was early. Early on. And, and he never, the, they never did it ever again. The he MVP never gave was it from a losing team. It was, he played on the Cowboys, and I forgot his name. All right. And the host of this segment doesn't have the name either. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Right. Alex Trebek has a blank cue card. Uh, all right, but Chuck Howley? I don't know. I'm going back. I'm just You're trying asking to... Roberto if that's the name? Really? I he had it in front of him of which Super Bowl. So. <laughs> no, but that's not my question. That's not my answer. Oh. That's not, it could count, but it's not my answer. Okay. Only one time MVP of the Super Bowl has been a special teams player. That's what I was going to say. It's, uh, yeah, it's been your boy. Desmond. That's correct. My boys. And here's a bonus for you. What other position only one time has won the MVP? Oh boy, I, I, I think th- that would be. I him. thought that it was my god. My he was a safety. Safety, yeah. Was it Larry Smith? What was it? Um, I'm seeing a safe. No, I don't see a safety for the Cowboys here. It, it was it was the Super Bowl, and it, and he it was a ridiculous MVP, and then the Raiders paid him a ton of money in free agency because they're idiots. I'm seeing a safety being Jake Scott for Miami. No, no you do on, updates hold for hold on. <laughs> yeah, Larry Brown, Larry Brown, Larry Brown, Larry Brown. That's correct. Cornerback to win the MVP. Cornerback. All right, he was garbage. That was the whole premise. Here's one for you, Mike. By the numbers. Here's one for you. Okay. 505. 505 yards. Nick Foles. But it wasn't an MVP, but 505 Uh, yards. Not an MVP. I was going to say Nick Foles. But he's won the MVP before. Jerry Rice. No. Kenny. Kenobi Cott. Something, something, 49ers, something, something. He's being insulting. You see yeah, that? He, he really is. Very kind. David. Maybe right, though. Something Tom Brady related? Tom Brady set the Super Bowl record for most passing yards in a loss. In a game he lost to the Eagles? To the Eagles. Wow. 505 yards. That was full of offense in that game, man. Yep. Wow. By the numbers. By <laughs> the numbers. <laughs> All right, here's one for you. All right, one more, and then we got to run. I'll give you two numbers here. Okay. 22 of 25. Phil Simms, Giants, Broncos, Rose Bowl. And he was probably high, too. So we want him drug tested. Yes, because nobody plays that well. The answer is that. And yes, he was high. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And also, shout out 
Phil Simms being the living embodiment of George Costanza from the Lady Glasses episode of Seinfeld. Because I swear he wears librarian glasses on CBS. Yes, I remember that game. Like, is can, he ever going to just Can nope, you nothing? name the two players who caught touchdowns from Phil Simms in that Super Bowl? Here's a hint. Navarro? No. Well, actually, yes, I believe it was one. The other? Ingram? The father of a very famous Georgia Bulldog. Phil McConkey. Oh. I believe that's Lad's dad, correct? I believe you. That sounds right. Phil McConkey, wide receiver from? I was going to say Navy. De- I was going to say Deontay Kenny. Walker. Okay. Kenny. <laughs> Phil McConkey. Okay, are we done? Okay, I think we're done. Thank you for that. By the number. All right, David, a couple ticket texts. TJ is going to be joining us in a few minutes. Someone says, I visually enjoyed watching Roberto during that segment on Twitch. He moved a lot. Uh, I felt bad. It was entertaining. When he did the whole 79 and 78, I'm like, I, I know that one, but I'll let him do his little dance. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Uh, Larry Brown, MVP versus the Steelers, got paid after that and was trash. He was. Yeah, he was. He, yeah. <laughs> Someone wants to correct Mike. Phil McConkey, or whatever his name is, is not Lad's dad. That is not his father, apparently. DNA testing going on? I don't on? know. I'm, I'm, Kenny? I'm, I'm looking it up now, and it doesn't say anything about uh, him having a son. So. Kenny, is he brother-uncle? What? <laughs> he should, he I'm not at the family barbecue. I don't know. What are you asking me for? Yeah, he only has a daughter. Only has a daughter. Oh. So. I didn't know the McConkey name was that popular. <laughs> right. Wow, we just found out something, Mike. What's up? That uh, that is not McConkey's father. No? No. Oh, I'm heartbroken. That's the only reason I like that kid. Sorry, Kenny. I just can't stand it. He's like your Cooper Cup. He's always open. So what is it? Is it is it Phil McConkey's brother's kid? Is well, it a nephew? Try, I, I said, is he it brother cousin? Say. And Kenny How many like, McConkeys are there? Yeah, it doesn't say anything about relation at all. So. Oh, that, time out. Wait, is that, or is, or is that just the relationship we don't talk about? Time out. No, oh, it's not a wedlock, baby. No. Hold on. I know who will know. Oh. Hold on. Oh. oh you, now you're going to have a conversation with Jimmy. Okay. Yeah, except this one's not a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Someone says they want to rip you, Kenny. Kenny's a Bulldogs fan, and he didn't know that that's not his father. His dad is named Benji. All right, I know I know how to use Wikipedia too. Yes, Benji McConkey. Great job, nameless texter. Congratulations. Okay. Yeah. So who is this guy? What's is are they related? Is that an uncle? It doesn't sound like it. That's weird, because that name is not a common name. Right. Get on that, Kenny. Is that common in the South? Call down there to your university and see what's going on. Is is McConkey like Smith in the South? How come everybody assumes I'm from the woods? I'm not from the south. I'm not from the middle of nowhere. Born in south. Are you really asking this question? <laughs> Next ticket text, David. <laughs> Woo, I love that a guy who watches the Super Bowl for the halftime show and commercials is surprised that three sports need to know, need many of, what? 
English day. The end of that didn't make sense. They okay. yeah, autocorrected. What is he trying to say? They're trying to, they're surprised that some of the stuff Roberto didn't know. I mean, Roberto hit us up with the 20% of the fan vote. Now that, I just thought they got it from the, uh, from the writers who are in the booth and, and that was it. I didn't know. The yeah, fans. I didn't know that. Why would you even want them to be a part of that vote? Makes no sense to me. I guess just in case, but yeah, because normally the voting is done. Because here's the thing: if somebody ever like had the game-winning touchdown, they wouldn't get the MVP because the ballots has already been counted. So yeah, I think that because that's why Aaron Donald didn't get it the year when the Rams won. Because remember, he finished the game off with like three straight sacks, ended it, but they had already counted up the votes. And, Correct. Uh, they had already done. sent them in, and it was too late. Yeah. Uh, someone said somehow, some way, we need Super Bowl by the numbers every week. No, we don't. I think we do. I like Super Bowl by the numbers. But yeah, you you're can't right. Have we can't, that we can't do it every week. You gotta week. say it right. What? By say the it. numbers. Right. So right mm-hmm. now, we may have a second McConkey family. Mm-hmm. His dad is Benji McConkey mm-hmm. from yes. Dalton, Georgia. Now, I just need to know, is that Phil McConkie's brother's kid? There's no way there's another McConkie who plays wide receiver. I asked Kenny, but Kenny got, you know, he said, well, why am I asking me? I'm not from the backwoods. No, no, no. And to be fair, Kenny's not old enough to even know who Phil McConkie is. He would have to Google it. It's like, go to your family members back down south. I'm like, I'm not from there, man. I mean you. No, 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 that's what he said. Right. No, okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. I mean, it's I, neither you or TJ are from the deep south, but boy, I'll tell you, you sure could rep it. And TJ's going to come in here wearing like a raccoon hat and spitting chaw and the whole bit. <laughs> the older TJ gets, the more he reminds me of Cousin Eddie from Vegas Vacation. <laughs> I will. I will figure out. Lad McConkey's full. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will figure out Lad McConkey's full family tree later. I, I'm heartbroken. I really thought he was related to the New York Giant All Hustle Team player. Yes, David. I'm just being told by the news department that there is no relation at all. This is disgusting. I demand a recount. <laughs> I have rooted for that kid on false pretense. <laughs> Now I can hate his guts all over again. All right. Golly. Some people are asking. They say Chuck Howley won the MVP, but they didn't win that game for the Cowboys. I don't. I no, think no. They they, won they, that one game. time, the, the MVP came from the losing team. I have an idea. I've just had a brainstorm. I don't know if this is doable, but work with me. You ready? Mm-hmm. This week in sports, by the numbers. What if every week we did it, but it's numbers from sports, and Roberto gives us the sport that that number is from? Look, baseball, basketball, hockey, college, pro, golf, whatever. This week in sports, by the numbers. If you wanted to do it every week, that's how you would do it. It can't be Super Bowl by the numbers in April. 15 pancake waitresses for Tiger Woods. What is Perkins? (laughs) Ah. Right. But you know what the funny thing about the McConkey thing? It's what I thought. Like, I always thought for a while that Steve Hutchinson that played at Michigan was related to Aiden Hutchinson. Mm -mm. 
No relation. Correct. I did too. Yeah. When he first got there, I was like, oh, okay. Right. Because like, yeah, he was just like, yeah, people come cute. up to me all the time saying, hey, and he's like, that's, I'm not related to the kid. So, so that's McConkey. TJ will join us next. Talk a little Super Bowl. We got to talk spite viewing. And I also want to, I have a list of the top 25 Super Bowl foods. Kenny's going to rank them on a scale of one to five flushes. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. So five is good. Five would be something that would require him to, you know, yeah, he'd have to eat enough of it to be excited. Okay, so five is good. All right. Yeah, I mean, one would be minimal interest, two, three, four, and then five is like, you know, he's going to park himself in the bathroom afterwards. I think that that seems fair. I got It's a top 25. It's a power-ranked list. Ribs, number one. I will tell you <laughs> ribs were not on the list. Roberto's heart has really dropped. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Damn you, Lad McConkey. Damn you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.